to the Voices of Women Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tatiana Reznik, a practicing physician and a certified life coach. You will hear about inspirational journeys and practical tips from amazing women physicians, as well as effective coaching tools and steps to joyful success. Welcome everyone to this episode. I'm so excited and happy to have here Dr. Mirdalis Diaz Ramirez. She is a board-certified anesthesiologist and interventional pain ma- management physician, medical expert, professor, author, speaker, podcaster, entrepreneur, and mastermind facilitator. She does a lot of wonderful things, and she will share with us some of great tips today. Welcome, Dr. Diaz Ramirez. Thank you so much for coming here today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey as a physician and as an entrepreneur. Since I was a little girl, I liked both. I liked entrepreneurship and I liked science and I liked like healing myself and my dolls, but I also love working in my parents' businesses. So I grew up... I love science in college. I was like a little bit tempted to be maybe a geneticist. And then I looked into research. I really didn't like the model of asking for the grants to be able to continue to do your research in that way. And just depending on that, that wasn't attractive to me. That that was the model I saw at the time. And then I decided to go into medicine. I really loved caring for others. And then I always envisioned having my own practice, which I eventually did. We had a couple of businesses, a couple of offices, actually. We had uh, one for pain management that grew into different uh, locations. And then we also had an anti-aging clinic. And then most recently, right now, we're in the middle of opening our new wellness center. So we've been able to mix medicine with entrepreneurship because when you have your office, your entrepreneur, even though you don't want, you know, you might not realize it at the beginning. Besides that, and the activities that I had with my family in the younger years, I've also had other businesses and like being involved in entertainment and entertainment world. We released a singer in Miami a few years ago. And then now most recently we have educational and uh, coaching for physicians, our Max Elder Mastermind. Is a physician entrepreneur mastermind where we teach entrepreneurship and we help physicians for six months. We meet once a week for six months and they're able to leave with a blueprint of what they want for their next steps, either if they have a business that they want to acquire momentum for, or they have an idea that they want to turn into a business, or they have no idea of what they want to do. We help them with that. Oh, it is wonderful. It is great you did all of this. So let's start with building private practices. What helped you to build successful practices from scratch? Well, a couple of things then. First is the passion. I learned a lot from being involved early on in other projects. I had the opportunity to work and open and design clinics for the university where I was and we did that for the university location we also did it in the community so in total I had to send quite a few centers also for a hospital a local hospital here and I had the opportunity to to learn from them and then building good teams around you to be able to build successful offices and we, we did that the other thing that we established some good processes in place while we were in we wanted we knew that we wanted for example it was an interventional pain management clinic 
but it was a comprehensive pain program, the one that we had awards for. So we knew that we wanted those awards and we built processes in place from the beginning to make sure that we were doing the right thing so that eventually we were successful in getting that award, not because of the award per se, but it just gave us a different level of quality for our patients and, uh, and our teams. If you're not out in your office yet and you're still in residency and fellowship, what I recommend is that go to your billing offices where you are right now working for at the hospitals, at the universities, and ask the builders, ask them about the processes. Take a look at those forms. Make sure that you make copies for yourself because you're going to need those. Oh, it's important. Yes, totally agree. And what about habits for success for entrepreneurs? What would you recommend and how to develop them? So we see that people talk a lot about having balance in your life and you have to define what that means for you because you need time for your family, you need time for your business, you need time for your personal things and all that will come. Habits will certainly help you. So the habits that we have implemented, they include like in the mornings when I wake up, for example, the first things I'm going to do are going to be to take care of myself. So I want to do some exercises, some stretches, you know, taking care of my personal hygiene and things like that that we do in the mornings. And um, that, that's going to be very important. In the evenings, there's going to be a time where things stop and you have to choose that time for you or your time with your family. We always have time where we have, we try really as much as we can to have dinner together and talk to our family. So that's going to be for the personal one. Habits for success of your business will come from making sure that you're going and mixing with the right people for your business, making sure that you're reading and growing regularly, that you're doing what I said, like the business checkup regularly, where you are going to check your finances, you're going to check your product regularly, making sure that it's still meeting the requirements, what your avatar wants, because it might be that you want something, oh, I would love to sell this, or I would love to have this products or or these services in my clinic for example but it doesn't mean that that's what that patient or that client that your avatar wants at that time so you have to regularly check that as well oh it's very important yes thank you so much and what would you recommend for effective marketing for entrepreneurs so effective marketing will come from different things and it will be very individual to the area. The type of product that you want to have, if you have a physical or a digital product if you or service and it's the market that you're serving to. So the first thing, more than anything, is what I said, you have to really know your avatar. Once you know who you're selling to, then you're going to know how to market to them in our area for example if i if i'm gonna sell this clinic that i'm selling it depends on, on what I, how i want to present it to our community so i can do it being involved directly with our physicians so that's direct physician to physician marketing that we do we can do direct to the consumer and we have to understand where people go so that they go digital in this area do they go to an and digital, which digital platform and for my specific age group and specific, even not even age group, this age group and interest. And um, are they reading the magazine? Are they reading the newspaper? 
are they looking at videos? So you have to do some research about what they want before you choose where you're going to do your marketing. Not everything you have to do with money. There's a lot of things that you don't have to have money, actually. We've had guests or some of our coaches for our mastermind who have come and they've talked and they talk about how successful they've been. And many of their videos who have been more viral, they were like filmed in, in their cell phones and they didn't really post them with money behind them. They just posted them and they had a lot of, of uh, success. So you really have to know your message and you have to know more than anything your avatar and the market that you're going. Once you know those things, then you're going to go to your marketing. Some people will find that having marketing support materials, depending on brochures and, and pens and pads and those things are going to be good for their business. And some people will find that for their business, that's not, you know, like you don't need to spend the time in those things. For example, you're doing like a, a physician coaching business. You're not going to need that, right? But you need to know where your physician clients are going to be, are they going to be on LinkedIn? Are they going to be on a particular Facebook group? Do you want to advertise? But more than advertising, it's going to be a lot of education that you have to do so that people get to know you and trust you. In the past, in our clinics, where the one that we uh, won Centers of Excellence for before, we had more than anything, education for our community and involvement with the local government. At the time, there was a lot about pill mills and and being an interventional pain physician, that was an important topic for us. So we got involved with the government, with our with our local politicians, with the community, and we got education of some other ways of dealing for uh, with pain, with not you know without opioids. So you have to choose about what's going on historically and mainly your avatar, 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 your client. I see. It's very important. How about for people like in private practices who have oh, patients as their clients? What helps them most, especially if somebody just opening practice starting from zero? So you have to know your community, right? And when you are new as a physician, you get someone new, you have to know the doctors you're going to be referring to you because you have, and you have to have them know you, but you have to know them too. And there's different techniques that you can use. In the past, for example, I was on call a lot for the hospital for three and a half years. Every single day I went to the hospital and I had them know me that way. You don't have to go that way. You know, that's, that's a, a lot of sacrifice there. But you do have to know them. You can know them socially. So going where they are in all the social events where the physicians are. And um, it's hard to say no to your friends, right? Like, so you get to know, you become friends first, and then you start that process where you're going to trust them. And then uh, once you're friends, or even before, you can do this in a different order. You can visit and have them visit your facility. So if you're very proud, hopefully you're very proud of the facility that you put together, then you can have them come and visit you. And also you can, you know, ask them, hey, can I come by? Can I see your office? I would love to see your process and everything and then learn from them because they can teach you things. So that's one thing, very important. Once you have that knowledge of those physicians, then you really have to take care of them. So if they text you with a referral, that referral has to be processed like immediately. If there's a problem with the insurance, for example, the patient's not answering, the patient refuses, whatever it is that's going to be in the way of you taking care of that referral, you have to notify that physician immediately. 
once you take care of the patient that they send, then make sure that you're sending that back a, a little note. So it can be like the same, the, the evaluation that you had, thanking them, hey, thank you for this referral. Here's the evaluation. If you have any questions, you know, please feel, feel free to reach me, whatever, or, or handwritten note. Some people do. And then some other physicians, like I learned this weekend, some of somebody who would make sure that they have referrals for those for those physicians as well. Because you're gonna need, you're not gonna be able to do everything for your patients. So if you're having somebody who's referring to you, you, you want to make sure that you're also that you, if you trust them, right? Like you want to get good physicians to take care of your patients. So you just build a network of referring physicians where they're going to take care of, of, of each other. And then there's continuity of care for those patients. And they really like that. It's like, oh, you know, my doctor and you can talk to them and all these things. So from that point of view, it's very useful. There's some companies I was just, there's a physician called Dr. Peter, uh, Paul Lynch. Paul Lynch, he's a pain management physician in, um, in Arizona, he's the CEO of Arizona Pain Specialist, I believe. And he did a couple of things that are very interesting and very useful. So he went ahead and he bought like all these website names, domains. So he was like Arizona Pain Management or for his, for each state or for city, he was Arizona Pain Management, uh, Phoenix Pain Management and all those he bought. So that was very important because then he was able for his website, he was able to like connect it to all these other domains. So when somebody was looking, then they would come there. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's made the purpose, like in my practice, I've always liked word of mouth and many of us work with word of mouth from our patients, you know, a lot of patients feed us patients and that's that's i think the best thing that they can do you know compliment and then having these doctors send you their parents and stuff to take care of them but in his case he's trying to make sure that like 40 percent of the referrals come through their website which is a different strategy and it depends you know where you want if, if you have a small town if you're in a big town what your community is listening to are they looking online and if they're looking online which a lot of them are then having those tools and that was i think a pretty cool uh, way of doing it that i learned from him last week i see it's great it's really great and for physicians for example if physician moved to a new town after residence or after some move with family and doesn't know local physicians yet how to get in touch with them, how to get them to know you. If you're new in town, for example, and you're opening private practice. Well, there's many different ways and you're going to have to be brave and socialize, right? So one of the things is that your local hospital, hopefully, you know, many of us are connected to our local hospitals and they have, some of them still have lounges where you can go and have lunch with your doctor so that's the time that you really have to spend there and then getting to know them if you're part of the hospital if you're not part of the hospital there's local uh, societies for example i mean here in sarasota florida and we have the sarasota county um, medical society so we join the societies and then we get to meet them the other way is basically to ask for invitation so you or you have somebody who goes to the front office and say, hey, I'm new here, I would love to meet them, or here's, you know, I'm inviting them to come to this place. And there's also other physicians and other clinicians who are going to be in town doing open houses, and you go to them. 
there is um, support. For example, a lot of us will refer to physical therapy, will refer to acupuncture, to massage. And those guys also have open houses and you can look around and meet them and then go on in like some cross meeting with those events. So there is a lot of events that you can go and look up ways uh, that you can look uh, for also, you're going to have people who are going to come to your office because you're the new person in town and they will want referrals. Like if you're not a radiologist, radiologists are going are gonna to come to your office. You're going to have, they usually, in my experience here locally, they have, um, they have like reps, you know, like the same way that medications have reps, they also have reps. And reps can also help you. If you have somebody who's coming to your office and they'll tell you about this medication and you agree, oh my goodness, that medication or that treatment or that procedure is wonderful for my patients. They also want to sell those and they will connect you with other physicians as well. Oh, it is great. I really love those tips. It's perfect. And now let's talk about any entrepreneurs who need branding. What are branding tips? Apart from keeping colors, fonts, tone and style, etc. The same through all your four platforms and all marketing materials. What else is important to know for branding? So for branding tips, there's, there's different things. I love to create names. For example, we have a new clinic that means it's Saha Vida is the name. So Saha means health and Vida means life. And that's where our wellness center. And then I really don't trust ourselves in, for example, creating the logo and the brand name. And there's going to be a brand package that you have to see, uh, to create for the colors. Everything should match really. Like when you're doing branding, you should have to make sure that everything matches your colors for your website, your logo, your, your social media. You should have one message that when people go and they open any of those things, they know that it's you. Whatever color you do, you choose, it should be like everything should be across. The fonts should be the same. The style should be more or less the same, even though you're going to have some variations of those. But for you to get your branding package, it's easy. There's some websites online. Like I'm going to give you some names and I'm not, I have no financial relationship with them. But we did like the last one through 99designs.com from Vista Print. And um, there's also Fever, F-I-B-E-R-R where you can get things and then like for example 99 designs was pretty good because we gave them what we were thinking about we gave them ideas and we had a competition and then a lot of people sent a lot of ideas of these designers and then we were able to choose one and then they gave us their branding package and then we put that across everything that we use so for your brand that's that's important to do like you have that one message obviously the first thing as i said I'm not going to be tired of repeating it. Your brand has to match what your avatar wants to see, not necessarily what you want to see. Yes, you want, you have an identity as a person. And sometimes that's really like, you don't need anything else. If you're like somebody bubbling and this is you and everything, but it's good that you want, that you build a branding package that your avatar will like as well and understand. Is it important to have the same name, like, for example, podcast, website, program, all of this? Or it doesn't matter? I don't think it's important to have necessarily the same name, but the same message, for example. And, and we can use them crisscross, uh, you know, through different areas. For example, I have Max Silver Mastermind. 
And max allure is because we want to allure, we want to attract the maximum in anything that we do. So we want to attract good doctors, good company. We want to attract success. We want to attract health. So that's Max Allure Mastermind. But we have something that's called Design Your Position Life. So our podcast is called Design Your Position Life. And then we say that in our Max Allure Mastermind, you design your position life. And we say that you can design at any stage in your life. So you have control. That's where that comes from. So our podcast is not called the Max Allure Podcast. It's called the Design Your Position Life. But in our Max Allure Mastermind, we know that we're helping people design their position life. And then we try to use like the same so message the same but names are different i really like the name max Allure. it sounds really beautiful i like it I, I was wondering about the idea it's really beautiful all right very good and i wanted to ask also what three practical tips would you recommend in addition to what we already discussed what would help to your physician entrepreneurs to make life easier and more fun well there's a lot to learn that we don't learn in medical school about entrepreneurship and in the last few years we've learned that actually there's no better time i believe to get help physicians really want to help each other and we found that that's everywhere we go we find that so the first thing is really look for help gather yourself with you know with people who are like-minded Stay away from people who are negative. I know you can love them. You, you you know, they can be your friends, your family. But if you have this idea, this passion, look for people who have been there before. Join those groups. Ask questions. Coaching, I have to tell you, is going to just give you such a different level of understanding so that you don't have to to spend so much time and money. For example, we have a, a friend, we had this in our life. I don't know when you're, this is going to be a release, but the day before I uh, recorded this particular episode with Dr. Tatiana Resnick, I had a live in our, in, for our Facebook platform. And we had a guest, Dr. Arun Rao, who's been in our mastermind. And just seven months ago, she was always an employee for the for her hospitals and and never had any entrepreneurship in her head. In just seven months, she's been able to change her finances. She's now investing more in real estate. And she's now an entrepreneur. She's my partner now in our business. Things that she would have never dreamed about. So don't wait for you to take that step. There's a lot of help. Don't wait for things to be perfect. There's not going to be a perfect moment for anything. Just make sure that, you know, what needs to be done and then you get that help and look for the answers. They're there. There's options. Know that there's options. We don't have to be just physicians. We can be a lot of more things and the great thing is that we're physicians. So if we're physicians, we can do so many more things. So that's what I would tell you to do. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. It was so helpful to speak with you. And please tell us a little bit more about Max Allure Mastermind and the best way how our listeners can contact you. Well, our Max Allure Mastermind, as I said, we meet for six months, once a week. And it's great. We help physicians with support accountability and coaching so during this at the end of these six months and even before you can start like doing all these processes and at the end you end up with a blueprint of what your next steps are going to be so if you're a physician 
who has a business, but you haven't really found much uh, traction to your business, you have an acquired momentum, you can come to us and we can help you with that. If you're a physician who has an idea, for example, I want to be a coach and I don't know how to monetize this, I don't know how to do a business, or I want to do this physical product or this digital product or service, you have the idea, you come to us and we help you putting that idea together and just setting it up. And then if you have no idea of what you want to do, but you know that you want to learn entrepreneurship and you want to learn more maybe about real estate investments or how to do anything business related, you can come, you can bring your partner, whoever it is at no extra cost. We meet for those six months and we have our next cohort. We only take 10 people per group. We want to take no more than 30 this time. And we take them and um, we have them. Actually, it's in August. It's at the end of the August, the next one that's coming up. And if you go to our website, it's called maxalur.com. M-S-M-A-R-Y, A-X-A-L-L-U-R-E.com. You can get a hold of, our, of us, look at our webinar, sign up for a webinar, and then you can sign up for a mastermind. The other thing that you can do at no extra cost is just listen to our podcast. It's called Design Your Physician Life. And we have specific tips, specific entrepreneurial tips that you can apply immediately from that same day and start your, or, or you know, either kickstart your entrepreneurial career or give it momentum to entrepreneurial career. Thank you so much. It had been such a pleasure talking to you with you today. Thank you so much for all the tips. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Thanks a lot, Dr. Tatiana Resnick. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed it or found it helpful, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a friend. Have any topics you'd like covered? Send me an email at joyfulsuccessliving at gmail.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram to connect at Joyful Success Living. Have an amazing week. See you next time. The Voices of Women Physicians podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not provide any medical, financial, tax, legal, or psychological services or advice. You are responsible for your own well-being, decisions, and results. Dr. Resnick is a practicing physician, but Voices of Women Physicians podcast is not reflective of the opinion of her employer. You should always contact professional if you have any specific questions about your unique situation.